This podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. Visit the Tech Podcast Network at www.techpodcast.com. If it's tech, it's here. Welcome to Calcast, your creator national podcast. Gadget Podcast, Episode 51. Welcome, listeners, to Gospel Gadget Podcast. We want to show you what God is doing in terms of using technology to spread the gospel message all over the world and especially cross-culturally towards unreached peoples. Welcome to Gospel Gadget Podcast, where we look at the technology that God is using today to bring the gospel to those who've never heard of Jesus. In this podcast, we're interviewing a wonderful gal named Angela, who works with GMPI, that's Good News Productions International, and she travels around the world training people how to use their smartphone to do short gospel films, testimonies, other kinds of truth videos that can be used in evangelism either through Bluetooth one-on-one or on social media on the internet and there's lots of exciting things that she has to say about training people and the kinds of challenges that she comes up against but also the exciting potential of being able to equip literally an army of gospel film producers that are producing films in the language of that people group and other unreached people groups that they're reaching out to so listen to this exciting testimony I think you'll learn a lot as we did. So with that manual, were you the one who produced it solely? No, no, it? no the, original, the original manual was done by GNPI. I, like I said, I, I made an Android version. Of, I redid the slideshows and created a new kit for Android like built into theirs they have filmic pro and pinnacle so i did a whole nother powerpoint and handout for the android csv5 and there's also um like i think kinemaster and sc5 they have a bunch of tutorial videos but again most of them are in english so um some of the key videos i sent ahead if i if i had months out and tried to get the translator to also put subtitles um you know just they can pull that video right into their editing software and put the subtitles on there. So as they're watching, especially in level two, because a lot of the exercises are based on like this one narrative uh, film that they're watching, two different ones. The walkthrough for, for storytelling and for the breakdown and everything is based on these two different films. It can obviously be adapted if you want to use your own films, because I think the first one is super cheesy, to be honest, but I don't know who did it, so I'm not going to knock it. I just um, haven't replaced it yet. I have a couple um, things in my own head that I want to build in for next year. But um, until then, I've been using um, this specific curriculum to work off of. I I, I built my own composition 
photography rules and video rules um, because it's, like I said, it's it's archaic and sometimes I don't think the visuals in a manual show what they're actually trying to say. So I've built my own. Because there's a lot of stuff actually out there. Like Calvin one time wasn't, he, his back hurting goes, I'm just going to watch YouTube smartphone videos all day long. So Mobman, there's Mobile Media Coach. We saw like 50 some video tutorials on sure, on yeah. the web. So we're thinking, wow, wouldn't it be great if we had like a community of smartphone film trainers? We don't reinvent, like especially among believers. Yeah. What we could do is collate the good stuff and then we're trying as create to find out what's missing you know if people have already done the work then why do we have to reinvent it but what is there possibly missing that we could help you know our we've been doing this 30 years cross culturally and things um so that's kind of one of our goals is like you know to to re interview you as an expert and we have Dan Hendricks and we have the mobile media, but, but we're trying to find out maybe what, what's missing that in your experience as a trainer, you go, if somebody could develop this training or this video, that would be helpful. I, I see it missing in my training. Have you found anything out that you think still needs to be developed? First of all, let me say, I by no means call myself an expert. I am very grateful for going to college and learning everything that I could about video from college. So then I'm able to simplify it down, these trainings. I don't know necessarily, like it really depends on what curriculum you're using and I'm not familiar with how you're, you're specifically using it, whether you're missing something or not. I, that's why I'm just kind of sharing what I use. I think like a, a lot of times what my, the head of GMPI tries to say is it's better to get a video out there that is really bad it doesn't have to be like some super overly produced film if you get the message across. Because a lot of people, I'll show them, I'll show them two photos side by side or two, and I'll say which one is the better one, and they'll pick the worst one. And so, like if they are, if they are not trained in their own eye, sometimes they can't even tell the difference. So my goal is to give them as many tools as possible, and then level two, I focus more on the professionalism and the perfectionism. I do try to, to, like I said, I have a composition thing that I go through, like the nine rules of photography is what I focus on first because you can apply that to video. You know, build the frame, not too much headroom, rule of thirds, leading lines, all these production things. But sometimes that overwhelms. If you just stick to the basics when you're teaching new, new people, not worry too much about how professional it looks first time around. If they can get the technique, excellent. After that, after they have that under their belt, then they can start worrying about, did they get the depth of field right? Did they, you know, that that kind of stuff, that's what I've had to let go <laughs> as I've gone through these trainings. Because I came from a highly professional, you know, environment, or producers from LA and New York, and I, I had a lot of opportunities to work on feature films. And so that's where my brain's at. And I have to like, the message is the most important thing. No, it's really good. It's, you, you've got tremendous experience and, and I, I think that's what we're we're gleaning from you is is this experience because I think uh, like you say a lot of it are principles that we're already practicing or maybe teaching in different areas but maybe not the smartphone particularly that device but what is so valuable about connecting with you and listening to you you know when you say things like oh well you know Android devices are different and we've struggled with 
you know, finding the right software and this works on that and that audio cable doesn't work. And see, this is the kind of stuff we need to know, you know, because that's exactly what we're going to encounter when we go someplace to train movement leaders, you know, that are out there. And probably most of the people that we're looking to equip are people who might not be the ones that are thinking about coming back to your level two, you know what I mean? What they got in level mm -hmm. one was good enough and they're able to do some cool things that they put up on their Facebook account or their, you know, YouTube, or they Bluetooth it to their friends who are interested in Jesus. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's the kind of thing we want to really see an explosion of, you know? Yeah. So, um, this is really, really great. I'm so thankful we had this time with you, really. Well, if you only get one chance, I recommend you try to build in an extra day and teach narrative storytelling. And maybe instead of doing a, an interview, you actually film three minutes max, like really short film. Because you don't have a lot of time to fill it out and you're working on cell phones. Like if you only have one shot at them. That's why I still teach them that composition stuff even if it might be a little overwhelming, at least they heard it if they don't yeah. come back. No, Just good. taking off on your storytelling concept, do you, do you know Tom Kazoian? He's, um, he's come to EMDC, and he has this whole ministry called Strategic Storytellers that he's wanting to expand. But I know talking to Bill on our staff, uh, create, you know, you know him, Bill Snyder. He was saying all this smartphone film, it's all great. He goes, but it still comes down to content and story. story so yeah. how are you going to help them create a good story? Yeah. So can you just give us a couple tips, what you found, like not from a Western point of view, but how do you help them tell a good story in their cultural context? Mm. To answer that, I'm going to say in level two, what I encountered with every single person was I taught, you know, story arc and, and character development, right? You know, the everyone starts in their norm, conflict happens, they have this building arc, you know, and then there's this resolution and the this normal arc. Everyone went back to write their story and they came back. There was conflict, but the main thing that I found with every single story was they would pick a Christian guy and he would encounter all these conflicts and he would help everyone and and then, you know, in the end, it was all good. And I would, put, I would have to I would point out to them, you are telling a Christian story or, or you aren't going to reach anyone with this. Your main character did not change at all. He didn't, he, the way he started is the way he ended. Yeah. Every person has a flaw. We are all sinners. We've all gone short of the glory of God. And if you're going to tell a good story, you need to watch that person change, no matter who it is. So that's my number one thing, like that I have that I try to pound into people is because you tell these like there's all these really good Christian filmmakers out there, but a lot of times when you watch that film, it's just this really soft, fluffy film that it's made for Christians. So if you're if you want to tell teach people to tell a good story, that's what it, you have to have that character change. You're listening to Gospel Gadget Podcast. Visit our website at God Network News. Com. They have to start out with a flaw. <laughs> we yeah. all. Sorry, I was just going to say that we've talked to a number of people, um, non-Western cultures in general, that I, I think that they, you know, that, that style of storytelling is relevant. But often in Western sort of contexts, 
the the climax you know sort of like it's it's like at the end it's like a happy story okay it, it all you know the heroes won in the end or whatever whereas in a lot of cultures they have that whole thing and they have the the conflict and there's a resolution but not a complete resolution you know bad stuff can still continues to go on and that, that, that ended conversation that yeah, is, that's, that's why amazing. they love the soap opera thing because it just goes on forever right but uh yeah so anyway but yeah in general i think that's a really good um uh, story who, who strategy. Else, like that was some good insights but like yeah, really what other how would you encourage us to learn about storytelling from an asian perspective or african perspective is there any books or resources or uh people on youtube or anything else like if we wanted to really study more about uh helping people create a good story what would you recommend to be honest i always struggled with stage fright if i got up in front of anyone speaking to all of you i would have been a ball of nerves like sweating i couldn't handle it but i believe that god tells us when he asks us to do something that he will give us the words to say. And so I haven't necessarily done a whole lot of research for each culture that I've gotten into because I go in and I teach the skill set. I teach the tools. And then that particular group of people, they tell me the issues that they have in their society when we do that talk. That gives me a huge amount of insight into who they are as a culture. They they tell me, you know, like it's like in the Ukraine it was like the hierarchy in the church like the way that they wouldn't let anyone talk back to them the way that you know the way that the wars and everything affected the fathers a lot of people not having fathers and so growing up in this that kind of generation and also being so tight with their um information because it could get them put in prison like i learned so much just from that conversation and that conversation starts on day one so before i've ever given them the the right stories part of you know their i learned a whole lot about their culture and then they are the ones that are going to take the things that they feel are the problems and they're going to tell the testimonial work level two they're going to write a story and then you can help shape and arc that based on like your own knowledge of whether this is a poor maybe the concept is a good storyline but you don't have the narrative arc that's necessary so then you can I, i've had full like feeling of the entire room change when people got that aha moment of like oh it's about you know we're all sinners we have to make this story arc and they i watched them take it on like it just it goes from me to them and they just it becomes their own and then they're all huddled around the computer like make them do this and and they take it on it has nothing to do with me whatsoever or my knowledge of their their people and their culture and i mean that's why i keep doing this is because If this was just me, I would not be like in myself like God clearly led me to this because otherwise I would be I don't I don't know how I'm not a nervous wreck anymore. It just it went away as soon as I started doing this. God is using you as a catalyst. Yeah. He's using you as a catalyst. You're in there and it he uses you and what you're saying to spark revelation mm-hmm. to to these folks and then they take it like you said they take ownership and then they they go oh now so and they pl- they apply it to their situation yeah. but what you're doing is as a catalyst you're creating that revelation they're taking it and then they're they're doing it for their own context that's mm-hmm. what's going to be really powerful it's exactly what i teach that you cannot assume that you know what's what's wrong with that culture or what you need to fix about that culture quote unquote whatever I have to go in there almost with no knowledge and let God figure tell them what's 
they need to work on or what they need to fix. And then that way I'm, I'm discipling them to disciple others through their media. And that is the goal. Cause I, God didn't call me to be an evangelist, but he gave me this skill set, And so I want to be able to use it to create disciples. And I might not necessarily be the one to get to follow up with them in the future, but if I can help someone else teach it to someone else, then I feel like I've done what God's asked me to do. Yeah, that's wonderful. I didn't pick up anything about you being nervous. I thought you were so confident and so together. I'm surprised to hear that that you you Keeps know. Keeps you humble, huh? But that's yeah. but that's great. I mean, it's just yeah. the Lord, His anointing on you, and yeah, His grace. That's wonderful. You're a very good communicator. Very good. Okay, well, Anthony, thanks again for making time for us. Calvin, Carol, did you have any like last? I've sort of gone around my group now and. Um, I think we've sort of covered everything that we wanted to cover, but did you have any last parting questions or things you wanted to talk about or you're muted? You're good from your end now, you guys? Yeah, for the most part. A lot of the questions that we had were answered for, from your questions as well. No okay. Well, yeah. um, so what's the future for you? You're working on projects now with with GMPI here in Thailand, but are you continuing on with nomads? Like, are you planning any training here in Thailand that some of us could go through or what's any plans for this continuing on with this nomad training smartphone? Um, I have um, ones that got pushed that I'm hoping to get those rescheduled. Um, but other than that, I'm waiting until I get back from the States. I have um, a bunch of, obligations with my mission organization, videos, website, all these things I've been working on. Um, we have 100 years of missions um, celebrating at this ICOM convention in November. Wow. When I get back from that, my goal is to be way more nomad oriented. Um, I have a Burma trip, um, a secondary Ukraine trip um, for sometime next uh, June, July, May. I, I'm hoping um, I, you said something about EMDC, maybe in Amsterdam. I don't know. I have a, my goal is to be way more. I have missionaries who ask me if I'll do a training for missionaries. And I have, you know, just so the scope of, of it, I have no qualms about teaching it. I just um, have obligations. And so I have to say, have to set my boundaries until, until then. Um, but after that, like, that's my heart. I would love to be doing more of these trainings and training other people to do them so that it's yeah. not yourself. That's yeah. our heart is to to formulate these and then train others so that they can. Because that's the cry of these movement leaders. They're saying, "Well, all these people want to come and learn these principles, but we need media to to uh, accelerate it and to train others and to pass on these things principles we're learning even in DMM and things like that." So there's multiple things that we're seeing that. Before it was movement people and media people and they didn't come together. But now we're seeing how there's a convergence in there. Mm -hmm. DMM people are saying we need media skills. And so yeah. media people are saying we need to understand movement dynamics. So that's what we're, that's kind of the unique kind of niche that create is going to be taking in this. But, but we want to learn all the principles. Keep, keep, keep in mind, technology doubles every you know year or so. Yeah. So, I've, I've thought about filming myself doing it, but in a year or two, what I say could be totally obsolete. And it also doesn't take in mind cultural context and that kind of connectivity. So I, I haven't done that yet. I don't think it's valuable 
yet. <laughs> There's so much other stuff out there that if you're going to do a training, it needs to be live. Uh, I think I agree with you, but I do think that it the track that you're on and and what we're thinking of doing what we've been doing, but is still the right path. I think because I think it's just gonna it's just gonna be even more accessible in the future. The internet's going to be even more accessible. And like you say, every couple of years, even the, the poorest people, rickshaw drivers in India, they're changing their phone. And when they do, they're upgrading. And now everything that's out there are smartphone enabled uh, types of devices. So, I mean, we got this little thing. Have you seen this? Yes, we actually got a bunch of these from China. We, we like this one. It's got a microphone built in and the whole thing. So the only thing you don't get with it is, of course, your, your phone. The cool thing about the, the light, LED light, is that it runs on AA batteries that anyone can get anywhere. And it's pretty strong, and you can adjust the lighting and all that kind of stuff. It has feet, so you can put it, stabilize it, or you can hold it. It's quite nice, uh, and it's only $30 for that whole thing. And I can email you the, the kind of thing I put together for the equipment, level one, level two, level three, just my ideas, what people could use in the future. Thank you again for, for making time for us. Good to meet you all. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider donating to help us continue to bring exciting stories fresh from the field. Visit our website at godnetworknews.com and select the PayPal link on the right side of the page or consider becoming a Patreon partner to receive access to more valuable materials exclusive to our members.